0: Hello and welcome. You are listening to Dream Infringement on KSKQ 89.5 FM Ashland, Oregon and 94.1 FM Medford, Oregon. Dream Infringement is a super squad of three friends, a trio, love buddies, the three amigos some people call us. And we like to tell stories and play songs based on a weekly theme. And this week's theme is all about reviews. We just review things. Some things we like, some some things we don't like, some things are somewhere in the middle. That's, That's what a review is all about, is to put those things on a spectrum of like and dislike. And then you can tell us what you think about those things. Some of the things we'll be reviewing are experiences and concepts. And some of them are like actual physical things you can hold in your hand. So the first thing uh, I would like to review is not a thing, but a person. And the person is Tina Turner, because we would be remiss if we did not mention the uh, late, great Tina Turner in our episode. And of course, I'm going to give her a 10 out of 10 because she was an incredible person. Um, She was a survivor of domestic abuse. And not only did she survive, but she thrived. She brought a lot of awareness to uh, domestic abuse at a time when it wasn't really something that was talked about, especially as someone in the spotlight, and her husband um, was also part of her musical career, so that would have been an incredibly difficult situation, but she really kind of became a beacon of hope for uh, women who were in similar circumstances. On top of that, she was an eight-time Grammy winner she received the Grammy Lifetime Achievement Award and three of her songs were inducted into the Grammy Hall of Fame. She's also a double inductee into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, has her own star on the Hollywood Boulevard, and received the Chevalier in France. Just so many accolades. Um, She was just some, uh, an incredible person. So here is Tina Turner with the song, Let's Stay Together.
1: Hello,
2: Jennifer here. My review is for a pet grooming tool called the Furminator. And I think that that title is hilarious. I feel like that's good branding in itself. So my poor kitty, Theo, he is just, he's not a cuddly, he's not a cuddly boy. He's a little independent. Like, he wants to be around, he's very sweet, he's very affectionate, but he doesn't want to cuddle up. And that's kind of his burden to bear in life, because everything about him is... Something that you want to cuddle He's a little fat and squishy. He's got some heft to him He's soft so soft when I originally adopted him the name they had given him was flannel Because even then when all little kittens are at their softest he was extra soft and anybody who picks him up like when I take him to the vets, they're just like oh He's really soft and oh and plush like you just, you can just like stick your hand into his fur it's almost like memory foam it just in a tactile way it's very satisfying to pet him for us the humans not for him as a cat though he he does enjoy some chin scritching he's very amenable to that. But there is a price that we pay for all this lushness, for all this floof, and that is the shedding. I've never had a longer-haired cat before, and I wasn't prepared. I'd only had short-haired cats and brush them. The hair stays in the brush. It's a pretty basic arrangement. But Theo, the individual strands of his hair are so light and fine... They're like a, a whisper of cat hair. And they just float everywhere. And regular cat brushes that work on my short-haired cats, it's like it doesn't really pick up the fur. I don't know how, but it's they're kind of ineffective. I have tried, to my count, five other cat brushes. They all work fine on my short-haired kitty. Don't really do much for him. So the only one that's worked for his particular floof situation is the Furminator and comparatively like it's expensive it's anywhere from like $20 to $35 I don't remember what impulse buying spree I was on at the time it reeks like an OCD stress purchase to me if I had to guess and it doesn't really look that fancy it's just a comb it has like serrated metal teeth but for some reason, like I'll just run it over his his coat and it just handfuls of fur just like emerge. And it's not hurting him. It's not like pulling his his hair out. It just gets at it. Even with the brush, his hair is so fine that it's it's like trying to organize cobwebs, with the static cling of packing peanuts merged into one. Like as you're brushing him, like his fur just like gloms on to like your, your forearms and clothes. Like it just, to combat it, I have special dryer sheets that's supposed to help get rid of the fur, the, the wool balls, um, pet hair lint catchers. And I'm pulling like handfuls of cat hair out of the dryer vent. Lately, though, um, because we like to sit outside and look at the sky, he's an indoor cat, so he's he's not allowed to run around, but we sit, and we look at the sky, and I hold him, and he stares and looks at things, and then um, I started bringing out the brush, so I could brush him, like really brush him outside, so at least some of the hair wasn't all on my belongings and my person, and just handfuls of it were flying the breeze there was a slight breeze and it took some of it just like floating these little tufts high in the sky down the street over fences across the street into the neighbor's yard swirled in little eddies around my front door so much cat hair but i hope that the neighborhood birds will find it and use it to line their nests because i feel like it would make the most fantastic, like, artisanal bird's nest liner. Can you imagine inviting your little bird friends over, and they would be like, oh wow, Mabel, I love how you decorated the place. So soft, so inviting. Can I get your designer's number? I just can't do anything with my nest these days. My poor chicks will be Born on bare sticks at the rate I'm going, if I don't do something about it soon. I mean, really. In my mind, that's how the neighborhood birds congregate. I don't think they visit each other's nests, but if they did, they would be jealous. So, anyway, <laughs> the ferminator works. Like when I go to the Amazon reviews, and also I went to one of the pet places, Pet Smart, Pet Co, Pet Something most people were like into it with amazon i think it had like a 70 to 80 percent like approval rating depending on they have a few different products for different kinds of coats most of the complaints were people who had bought something and it was sold to them and it was like a knockoff brand it wasn't a true Ferminator. the seller was dishonest and sent a different product Um, and so there was broken handles and things like that that people were complaining over or even like getting something that looked used but yeah for the most part the people who got the real product did seem to to like it and it worked equally well on cats and dogs so that is my review as we head into summer a very furry summer the song is Summer Breeze by Jason Mraz. A little light
0: shining through the window lets me know that
2: everything's all right. Summer Breeze makes me feel
0: fine. Blowing through my mind. Well, I don't know why I don't have a Ferminator because. I do have a big fluffy cat and that brings me to our next review, which is big fluffy cats. And I decided to um, do like a numeric system. I didn't really know what anyone else was doing. (laughs) Um, So in my mind, a numeric system uh, helps with the review process, I think for me anyway, other people don't go need to feel the same way. Um, but I give big fluffy cats a 10 out of 10 because they're the best. And we have Morty. We have a Morty. He is a massive fluffy adopted cat. And when we adopted him as a kitten, he was very very small and we had no idea the absolute unit that he would eventually evolve into and we believe he has some main coon in him somewhere that's what everyone says when they see him and um because he's so big and fluffy and sweet um he weighs 19 pounds he's huge and his paws are huge too like he's just an all-around big boy Um, So here are the reasons I've given big, fluffy cats such a high score. They're adorable, first of all. They have round, squishy faces that you may or may not be allowed to squish. And if you are allowed to squish them, you must do it gently, of course. They draw a lot of positive attention to themselves. They almost... Unintentionally demand it because you can't go into someone's home or an establishment um, that has a giant fluffy cat and then ignore it. It's just impossible. Um, Okay, and then this one might be a little bit more specific to our cat Morty, but I'd like to think that it's a trait that all big fluffy cats. Are just super friendly and love everyone and assume that everyone loves them. Um, it's sort of how I wish I was. Uh, I would like to be in a headspace where I'm just like, of course they'll love me. What's not to love, but then be blissfully unaware if um they didn't they didn't love me back. So yeah big fluffy cats are where it's at my friends and so here's a song we've played a couple times over the years and i feel like it's time to circle back around to it this is shonen knife with like a cat
2: this is jennifer be clear, my views don't reflect the views of KSKQ. And as always, do your own research so you know what's true and not true. Don't take my word for it. I mean, I'd like that you would trust me enough to take my word for it, but we have the whole internet at our fingertips. It's not hard to Google it. This one goes out primarily to women. You'll see why. Have you ever had an itch. You know, maybe in a sensitive place that's very inconvenient, this itch. Did you know that a lot of mainstream toilet paper brands can have carcinogens, actual carcinogens, that several times a day or more, depending on how much coffee we drink, we apply to some of the most personal and delicate places on our bodies. This made me really upset. Because I went to reviews under some brands of bamboo toilet paper on Amazon, and there were so many women who were like, I spent years, I went to so many gynecologists, I took pills, I had topical treatments, for years I've battled with this. I've spent so much time and money, and I was having an allergic reaction to the chemicals in the toilet paper, And, like, I'm one of those women. So I switched over to a bamboo brand that claims that it doesn't have any of this stuff going on. And it was helpful. But I'm angry. I mean, it's not on the the label of the brand I was using. You know, like, say, a cigarette package. It's like, this could be, this has harmful things in it. Environmental Science and Technology published a study saying they tested toilet paper brands from all over the world and detected toxic PFAS, which is a synthetic chemical, and it's linked to medical issues such as an increased risk of cancer, decreased fertility, lower immune system effectiveness, liver disease, kidney disease, developmental delays in children, but they are found in toilet paper. And menstrual products including tampons pads and period underwear they've been detected in the water supply and there's no national mandate that water supplies be screened for these chemicals if your toilet paper brand is labeled ultra strong it's said that in a 2010 study investigating the possibility that toilet paper is to blame for chronic irritation of the vulva discovered that formaldehyde is sometimes used to improve the strength of toilet paper tissues and paper towels. In addition to being a skin irritant, formaldehyde is a known cancer causer. Uh, as far as like a different brands, like I said, I switched to a bamboo brand because apparently from what I've read they're like, leave the trees alone, kill the bamboo. Apparently it grows very fast and it's kind of considered obnoxious so I felt okay with it and bamboo it's strong until it gets wet then it's not strong like but I'm not going back to formaldehyde so that's my review like honestly I wish I could just get it the day but I don't know if the way my bathroom is set up if I could do that hashtag future goals I'm a bit of an oversharer, if you guessed You might have guessed that my brain just doesn't interpret it as something that I should be embarrassed about, but more like, here is something helpful that might help you. Like, why does that have to be embarrassing? No one should have to suffer just because other people are afraid to talk about aspects of being human. Sometimes it's just nice to know you're not alone, even if (laughs) The reason you're not alone is due to toxic toilet paper, I guess. I decided to play Toxic by Britney Spears. It seemed appropriate. We've got anything-
0: is Emily back with a another review and this is a review of a recent experience I had at a popular grocery store and I would like to give this experience a 0 out of 10 and you're about to know why um a couple days ago I walked into a popular grocery store as I said and I could tell that something had been cleaned up in the foyer probably vomit um but it all seemed clean and um I grabbed a cart and I proceeded to walk into the store when suddenly the guy that was tasked with the cleanup um he appeared out of nowhere and he said, oh, you probably shouldn't be here. And I said, oh, okay. And then I started to walk into the store. And then he said, did not you smell the vomit? And I was like, well, maybe a little bit, but it seems cleaned up, though. And then, again, I made a move to get out of the foyer. Foyer? Why is that such a hard word to pronounce? I never use it, but it was indeed a foyer. Um. So I made a move to go into the main store, and then he stopped me again and was like, yeah, you really shouldn't be here. And at this point, I was like, then why are you keeping me here? I wouldn't have come in through this entryway if there had been a sign, and I don't see any signs. By the way, I didn't say it with that much snarl. I was just like, I don't see any signs. <laughs> it was more like that. I, I just felt concerned and confused and like I was ready to be out of there but he kept me there um okay so after I said that there and I didn't see any signs he said that he thought that the carpet cleaner being on the carpet was enough um so at that point I just said okay and then I shrugged and I walked into the store and uh I should be able to let this go, right? Like a normal person, but I can't because of my uh, inability to let these kinds of social interactions go. I think that's part of the the social anxiety. So I have spent the last couple days ruminating over this situation and trying to understand. Why he kept me in the vomitous foyer of a store that I was not supposed to be in, according to him. And then I was worrying that there was, like, more to the situation somehow and that he didn't express um, what that was. Uh, But then, like, why was he holding me hostage in there when (laughs) I wasn't supposed to be there? (laughs) So anyway, I felt bad that he was tasked with cleaning up whatever had happened. Um he seemed shook up over it, so I I imagine it was not a good situation. Um and he obviously did a really good job because I was completely unaware of the severity of the situation. Um even so, the mental space <laughs> that this experience has taken up in my mind has forced me to give the situation zero out of ten. So, I have chosen the song I Can't Explain by The Who.
2: Traditionally, I haven't been much of a candle burner, but I had a therapist who was trying to sell me on the idea of a sensory box. Like if I was having panic attacks, that I could like go to this box and it would have pleasant things to look at and touch and smell and see. Wait, I already said that. Look, I'm missing something. Listen to. That's it. Yeah. All the good senses. And I said... Um, won't that just like be taking all of my favorite things and associating them with the sense of panic? I don't, I don't like that because they're my favorite things. So, uh, I failed at the sensory box, but I did in good faith buy some like lotion and a candle. And it was like nice and I like citrus. If it smells like citrus, I'm usually down. And at some point I bought a Trader Joe's candle and it was the mango tangerine one and I fell in love with it and I even bought like mango tangerine essential oils to add to hand sanitizer spray but nothing competed with this candle scent and then suddenly it was no longer on the shelves and I was bereft I I went to Amazon and they were really overpriced because people knew that they were no longer on the shelves they're trying to take advantage of that fact and then one time like a year later they were back oh and i stocked them up and i burned through them because i couldn't stop myself because i love them and then they were gone and then came uh, grapefruit candle season which was okay like it it was a good stand-in for the mango tangerine Uh, right now it's peony which is it's nice it's kind of a strange scent But for the price they're about four dollars for six ounces and the strength of the candle i mean the scent they put out is so strong that i don't know how they do it i wish i did because i'd i'd make some i'd make myself a lot of them for the mango tangerine they used a coconut soy wax blend but for the peony one it looks like it's a soy wax i even took like all of the leftover wax remnants of my mango tangerine candles and then melted it with more of a soy wax base and added more essential oils to make new candles with the essence of just a little bit of the trader joe's leftover wax Um, it wasn't as strong smelling but it had it the scent at least so that was something I could kind of cling to as I wait for them to seasonally come around again. But apparently a lot of people are really hooked on the Trader Joe's candle situation, and they have where you can go and make, where you can vote on like the next scent that comes down the turnpike, which apparently is supposed to be eucalyptus. I don't know if they'll put a spin on it where it doesn't smell like astringent-like. I, I'll look at it. I tried to find like the the scent schedule online that they didn't tell me I was like when are these coming back because I'm gonna save up and then just I'm sorry I'm so sorry I'm gonna hoard them I try not to do that but I I need enough to last for for a while so when they come back in I if you can't if the shelves are bare you could be like Jennifer from the radio she did it this song is Tangerine by Led Zeppelin.
1: Hi there. It's your favorite dream infringer, Bobby. I'm just kidding. I know all three of us are your favorite. It's like picking your favorite child. You love us all equally, right? Well, nevertheless, this is Bobby. And I want to give all of you a review, my personal review on something that I think we all uh, have many, many words to say uh, regarding this particular thing that I'm going to review. Uh, and I am using this platform right now to give my review on the world. Yes, that's right. I'm going to review this world that we live in, this planet that we call Earth that we we have jobs in and we go on picnics on and we uh, have gotten married in, experienced major life milestones in. A spinning globe that we call home. My review is on our world. Now, what's really unique about the world that we live in is we only have one world. This is it, folks. And it reminds me of like a little town that you might live in, and there's only one Mexican restaurant. And maybe you show up one evening and you have great service, and maybe then. Next time you go and have Mexican food at this restaurant, it's not so great. But that's not really relevant to you because it's the only Mexican restaurant. And the food is okay, but you're not entirely dedicated to being this food critic uh, when it comes to the one Mexican restaurant because it's the only Mexican restaurant. You You know that this is all you have, and it's pretty good. And pretty good is enough, because on the off chance that you get there and the servers are all smiling and taking care of you and giving you just a little something extra like that really delicious cinnamon chip with the ice cream scoop on it, I love Mexican restaurants that do that. Not all of them do that, but maybe maybe they go the extra mile and and it's a nice experience or you have your anniversary date night there um, and it's and it's really nice. But then the next the next time you come the server is, is grumpy because she just broke up with her boyfriend. or, But that's okay because sometimes things are nice and sometimes they're not so nice. And that's how this world is. There's a lot of like really difficult things that we have to acknowledge about this world that we live in. There's really sad events that we experience, but I'm glad that This also is a world that is filled with walks with my children, seeing my favorite group of young people that work at the grocery store late at night after I go to the gym and I pick up dinner or something, or biting into my favorite candy bar, a payday. There are so many joys in this world that we live in, and there are so many disappointments or tragedies, but I don't know if I could give up the experiences that I've had already or seeing my boys grow up, watching them learn the easy way and the hard way, watching them struggle, succeed, be happy and even be sad and try to be there for them. And yeah, maybe it would be awesome if there was a choice, if we could go to a better world like right now. This instant, uh, instead of this world that we have to deal with with bad service and terrible food and maybe on the off chance that our server is just not very nice, uh, we just have to grin and bear it and finish our taco. That's the world that we live in right now. We don't have a choice. Uh, But I look forward to those nights where I get to go on a date with uh, my beautiful wife, laugh over margaritas, I look forward to uh, those pure moments that remind us that there is goodness in this world, that there are good people, that people are complex and layered and aren't all just bad, that there are wonderful, beautiful moments that we all get to experience. And so, without further ado, I give this world five stars. Because it's all we have. And I'd rather look for the good than focus on the bad. And oh, how good the good is.
0: Well, that's our show for tonight, folks. Thanks for listening. And if you have any reviews of your own of a recent experience or a a product or a concept You can let us know at DreamInfringement at Gmail or Instagram or Facebook.
1: And one of the coolest things that you can review, all the kids are doing it, is Dream Infringement. You can review us on iTunes, which goes a long way because we could possibly be getting those iTunes bucks. I don't really know how money works on iTunes, but... If you make a really good review, then maybe your friends will see it and they'll be like, hey, Joe made a really cool review. I want to be cool like Joe, so I'm going to review it. And then all of a sudden we have like thousands of reviews and they're all good. And then The Rock wants to be a guest on our show. So let's make that happen. We can do that together.
0: All right, stick around for more KSKQ fabulousness. We've got world music with Sophia Blanton coming up next. And to play you out, we've got R.E.M. with Shiny Happy People. We'll see you next week. Bye.